Next, this month's special series, Focus on Heart Health. Throughout the month of February, ReachMD talks with experts about new medications, technologies, and treatment guidelines in cardiac care. The difference between knowing about CPR and AED can be life and death, but what may even be putting more people at risk for cardiac arrest would be the varying degrees of knowledge and usage of these life-saving practices across the country. Welcome to a special focus on heart health on ReachMD Radio, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, the healthcare reporter with the Chicago Tribune, and joining me today is Dr. Vincent Buffalino. Dr. Buffalino is CEO of Midwest Heart Specialist, one of the biggest community heart doctor groups in the country, and director of cardiovascular services at Edward Heart Hospital in the western Chicago suburb of Naperville. Dr. Buffalino has been active nationally as an author and contributor to the American Heart Association for more than two decades, having served on the AHA's National Board of Directors, and in 1997 was the American Heart Association Physician of the Year. A Chicago native and a product of the Loyola University system, Dr. Buffalino received his undergraduate degree in biology and received his Doctor of Medicine degree from the Loyola University Stritch School of Medicine. He joins us from Midwest offices in Naperville, Illinois. Dr. Vincent Buffalino, welcome to ReachMD Radio, the channel for medical professionals. Thank you, Bruce, for having me on today. It does seem like more and more, I mean, at the Tribune, at different businesses, they educate people about CPR and AED. But what you're going to tell us about is some of the efforts that you've been involved and even nationally where some areas of the country do this and some don't. We do have a lot of work to be done yet to bring this message to the country, but it's clearly moving forward in a positive direction. Just to sort of set the tone for a minute, what are we tackling? Unfortunately, we continue to lose almost 400,000 people a year to sudden cardiac arrest, and that's where someone keels over on the street and dies within 60 minutes of the onset of their event. And that dramatic event, which when it happens, it's all about having people around you prepared and having the right technology available to be able to respond. Uh, You know, we've been teaching CPR in the United States for two decades. I chaired the CPR committee for the Heart Association for five years, and we were looking to figure out how to spread this message, how to get more people trained, how to do a better job. And with the advent of the automatic external defibrillators, it has very much changed our ability to respond and do a better job at resuscitating these patients. The success story actually begins in Chicago, where the first real trial of the use of AEDs was at the airport at O'Hare and Midway, where the Heart Association, together with the city council, placed AEDs every three minutes throughout the airport. If you've been to the airport, you've seen the signs, those red circles with an AED in it, and they look like fire extinguishers up against the wall, and they put them in place to help respond to cardiac emergencies in the airport. In the year prior to the use of those AEDs at the airport, we were able to save only 5% of the victims of cardiac arrests that happened at O'Hare. In the year afterwards, we were able to save 9 out of 11 cardiac arrest victims at the airport. Now, we had a heck of a good year that year, and it's probably not been quite that good going forward, but at least 50% of the folks that are in locations where AEDs are available have a successful resuscitation where we're able to bring that patient back and return them to a viable lifestyle. So we know that the use of AEDs is a critical 
component to us being successful in resuscitating these patients. But there's spotty areas around the country, and you know, before AEDs were available, the best place in the country to have a cardiac arrest was Seattle, and that was because 40, 45% of the population in Seattle was trained in CPR. And they had a 20% survival rate from cardiac arrest. And so you never wanted to be sitting on a park bench in Seattle and grab your chest because someone would probably jump on you and start doing CPR. So, <laughs> how, how did that all get rolling? That's kind of interesting. It was an interesting local initiative that were about some passionate folks in the community, in the medical community, combined with the paramedic population, and they just trained the town. And they made a commitment to get that many people trained. In fact, we copied it in Naperville. The mayor was a patient of mine, so I had his ear, and I talked him into saying, let's train 25,000 people in Naperville in CPR. And he said, sure, why not? And so we put up posters, we launched a campaign, we got everybody involved in helping us train, and we actually just crossed over 30,000 trained last year in Naperville. So it can be done. It just takes you know, a broad-based community effort. And, you know, and then following that, we launched an AED program in Naperville. We got the hospital to put some money together and buy some AEDs uh, along with our support, and we put them in Naperville, and we put them in the 10 surrounding suburbs. I went to the mayors of each of those towns and said, be careful of people bearing gifts, but here are a couple of free AEDs. I have two requests. One, you train people how to use them, and two, you call me when you save somebody. And we've had a bunch of saves over the last several years. And now in Naperville, we have, I think, either 170 or 180 AEDs in town available. I was quoted famously as saying, it's the safest place to have a cardiac arrest in Chicago. But the idea is we need to have access to the technology and people trained on how to use them. And so what's the best story in the country now is actually Rochester, Minnesota, where the survival from cardiac arrest in Rochester is now 43%. If you have a witnessed cardiac arrest in Rochester, 43% of the time you will survive. And that compares to the country, which is still at 5 or 6% across the United States. And in fact, in downtown Chicago, it's only 2% just because the vertical challenges of big cities. You know, if you have a cardiac arrest on the 39th floor of a building, on LaSalle and Wacker, it's tough to get paramedics to you very quickly. And we only have a few minutes for these resuscitations. Each minute after the cardiac arrest that you're down, 10% of those people die. So you do the math quickly. Within 10 minutes, we lose majority of these people. So minutes matter an awful lot when it comes to cardiac arrest. Well, that's an excellent point. If you're just tuning in or even if you're new to our channel, you're listening to a special focus on heart health on ReachMD Radio, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson with the Chicago Tribune, and joining me today is Dr. Vincent Buffalino, who is CEO of Midwest Heart Specialists, one of the biggest community heart doctor groups in the country, just outside of Chicago in Naperville, Illinois. And we're talking about cardiopulmonary resuscitation and AEDs are the automated external defibrillators. And basically, Dr. Buffalino, how much does it cost to have an AED? And if there are some of our consumer listeners who are affiliated with their city council, or if there are many medical professional listeners out there who want to get something going as you have, what are the costs to this? And is this a simple thing to do in training people? It's a very simple thing to train. We're training actually junior high students to use these devices, so they're very easy to use. The cost is about $1,400 for the entire unit, and, and in fact, I'll tell you a quick anecdote. 
about a year ago, we were having a dinner party at my home for a couple of my high school friends, and in the middle of the first glass of wine, one of my friends had a cardiac arrest in my living room, and fortunately, there was three CPR-trained nurses at the event, and so we began doing CPR, and took me about 30 seconds to remember that I have an AED in my trunk. <laughs> my wife ran out and got it. We put it on and shocked him, and he was awake and talking before the paramedics took him out of there. And uh, and again, you know, he was just lucky. It sort of the stars lined up that night. But, you know, I bought a couple AEDs back when I was chairing this for the Heart Association. I bought one for our high school where our kids went, one for our church, and one for my trunk. And actually, my partners were laughing at me for a long time going, what the heck do you need an AED in your trunk for? But now uh, most of them have bought AEDs after hearing my story, and they're easy to use. Uh, as you may know, that there are now a couple laws in Illinois that are mandating them. They're now mandated in every fitness center in the state so that you need a mandatory AED in place through a law passed uh, after the death of a young lady down on the south side. So there are a number of people looking right now to try to figure out how to begin putting a program in place in their community. Yeah, that's interesting because when you brought up earlier the whole idea of the effort that went on at O'Hare Airport, which I'm sure most of our listeners, if they haven't heard about it, they've been delayed there and probably gone through some stressful situations where an AED nearby, having one within three minutes of wherever somebody is. I mean, you think about the whole sports arena idea. I mean, you're talking thousands of attendees, you know, who are getting excited or frustrated if they're a Cub fan. You know, a steep flight of stairs to the upper deck seats can be a physical event for you. And after you've had a brat, uh, a burger, and two beers, Unfortunately, you may be a setup for having an event, so they're going to make them mandatory, and, and well, they should, because if there's an opportunity to save one life, it's worth it. I mean, we have fire extinguishers all over the place. Why shouldn't we have automatic external defibrillators wherever there's a possibility for a cardiac arrest? Now, a lot of the initiatives, I mean, we are in the economic sort of hardship. I mean, a lot of these initiatives, are they going on? Are they usually being brought up by the hospitals and the doctor groups such as Midwest with yours? They are. They're being supported. Actually, the American Heart Association developed a kit called CPR Anytime, and it's actually a $29 kit that you take home, and it teaches you CPR in 30 minutes. It's got a little blow-up mannequin, a little dowel for you to blow in the mouth and press on the chest, and it is an easy thing to do. Some of the hospitals are now talking, actually, Edward is in the middle of a discussion to begin giving a kit to each one of the patients and their families who come in and have a cardiac event, a heart attack, a bypass, to begin promulgating that more and more people are trained. And if you can get the training in 30 minutes in your home, the excuses for not doing it start to go away. And the AEDs, you know, there is obviously a cost. The concerns are around those costs. But if you think that it saves just one life and the AEDs are good for five years, uh, you don't need to change a battery for five years. So they're very low maintenance. They're easy to use. They're totally automated. You touch the power button and it talks you through. So even though of those success victims at O'Hare, two of them, the folks had never seen the device before. They took it off the wall, turned it on, and it talked them through what to do for that victim. So, you know, the belief that these devices are complicated, hard to use is not true. The Good Samaritan Act protects you so that you can't be sued if you try to use an AED in the state of Illinois and now in the country. 
And finally, and this may sound bad, but you can't make a mistake here, Bruce, because these folks are dead. And so anything that you do that's positive, that makes an effort, it gives them a chance to be resuscitated is a valuable intervention. And so we tell folks it's easy to learn. And if you haven't learned, you can pick it up quickly. The American Heart Association, I assume there's probably a spot on their website where if there were physicians or consumers that wanted to find out more about this, they could get these kits and look into this. Because I think beyond Illinois, I think there are a lot of states that are going to these laws where they're mandating the AEDs in sports arenas and such. Clearly. It's the AmericanHeart.org is their website, and it's called CPR Anytime. Like I said, it's a little take-home kit, learn it at home with a little DVD and a blow-up doll that will teach you all you need to know about CPR in a half an hour. And so the idea of being able to train the masses comes from that. The goal of the Heart Association, which was we were training 5 million back when I took over. We're now at 10, and we're hoping to train 20 million people a year in CPR. Are there any other areas where people can be trained as simply um, beyond the CPR and AEDs? Do you see any sort of new arenas people are going into? Almost every firehouse has a paramedic crew that trains people in CPR. And most of the towns, your local fire department uh, has paramedics who are trained, or if not, they will be able to tell you where the closest place to train. The Edwards site has a big training center. They call it Community Training Center, and they train for much of the community. But there are many, many locations, and if at worst, it is go back to the American Heart Association and call them. Their phone number downtown is 312-345-4675, and they We'll be glad to give you the closest location to your home to be able to get trained. What's happening now is that we're training in the schools. At my son's high school, we actually train the National Honor Society to become AED CPR instructors. And they went in and trained the entire faculty at the high school so that all the faculty have CPR cards and are ready to go. And we hope to continue to promulgate those kinds of programs throughout the state. Well, with that, I'd like to thank Dr. Vincent Buffalino, who's been our guest. He's the CEO of Midwest Heart Specialists in Naperville, Illinois, one of the biggest community heart doctor groups in the country. And we've been talking about these community-based efforts to get AEDs and CPR training in the community. My name is Bruce Japson of the Chicago Tribune. I've been your host on ReachMD, online, on demand, and on the air. Please visit us at ReachMD.com. And I'd like to thank you today for listening. You've been listening to this month's special series, Focus on Heart Health. For a program guide, complete list of shows, and podcasts, please visit us at ReachMD.com.